This podcast contains sensitive content which some may find disturbing. Information shared here should not be construed as medical advice. If you or someone you love needs help with trauma, chronic pain, or anything else we discuss here, please seek out a medical professional. All resources shared are for entertainment purposes only. All content represents the opinions of Kim and Anna and any special guests and do not necessarily reflect the positions of any organizations they work for. This is not ideal, but we're going with it. A mother-daughter podcast about chronic pain, trauma, mental illness, and more. Kim is a trauma therapist and certified addiction counselor who lives in Pennsylvania, USA. And her daughter, Anna, is a scoliosis sufferer and trauma survivor living in the tropical north of Australia. Join us each week as they discuss topics from their life experiences. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. This is Not Ideal, but we're going with it, the podcast. I'm Kim and I'm the mom. And I'm Anna, I'm the daughter. And it seems like I can't do anything right this morning. So let's... (laughs) Let's let mom, uh, mom, you can decide where we go in the direction. This is our third take. And both of our past two takes have, let me tell you, you guys, they've been totally fine and fun. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> and yet they've still ended with uh, I, things not going well over here. I admit <laughs> I am not in the best of moods. It is Thanksgiving and it has been anything but an ideal Thanksgiving, I oh, must say. Oh, I'm so sorry. With Why don't you tell COVID, us about what happened? Well, all the plans got changed because of COVID restrictions oh. and... I know. And you're there in Australia. You're telling me. I know. And they don't celebrate Thanksgiving in Australia, right? Like they don't. No, even some people don't even know what it is. One of my friends said, what is Thanksgiving? And also when is Thanksgiving? So (laughs) because she was going to do me the kindness of being with me for Thanksgiving, because otherwise without her, and she did, she came over with her boyfriend last night. We had a great time, went out on the town. It was so much fun. I I greatly enjoyed my role as third wheel uh, because Aaron has been gone for the last eight weeks but he gets home in less than a week so he will be home soon he got he was sent on an emergency deployment we had less than 24 hours notice anyway and so looking forward to him being home but I was going to be alone for Thanksgiving which was so sad so my dear friend came over and uh stuck stuck with me through the day that I really was going to feel the most lonely where did you go did you go somewhere and get turkey and mashed potatoes and stuffing and sweet potato pie No, actually, fun fact about me, I absolutely hate the Thanksgiving meal. Everything about it, I hate. I hate it, hate it, hate it. Because you like I, the sweet potatoes, don't you? No, I, I hate mashed potato. I do like sweet potatoes when they are in their natural form or any kind of form that still has some kind of crunch. But when I'm eating starch pudding, that's not my favorite. Like it <laughs> what just. Like, what about stuffing? That's my. No, favorite. I hate stuffing. stuffing. I hate what? Stuff. It's all oil because I hate butter. So in it all, and I don't what? like bread. Just as how bread. can you what? Yeah. How can you hate butter? You cannot hate butter. Ugh, because it's just all oh, it's the greasy and it's like ugh, it feels like Ooh. it's slithering down your throat when you. Oh well, I listen mean, to I don't this. mind when butter is in something, but when it's saturating a dish like that, I mean, oof, no, not my. Well, favorite. those cookies, those Christmas cookies we make are like one hundred percent butter. Well, but they're baked into something. Stuffing is like butter soup with croutons <laughs> on top. <laughs> That's like all no, it, it is. is. Not. Yes, it is. Disgusting. Uh-huh. 
thing. Uh, and the bread is always soggy. Ugh. That's the point. Oh Ugh. my goodness. I Gross. love stuffing. I would have I'm, a whole I don't plate eat the of stuffing. I don't eat the... <laughs> I know you would. I know. I remember you liking stuffing. And I, I do not like that canned jelly, berry jelly, whatever that crap is. Cranberry sauce. Don't call that crap. Gross. We're, okay. We're I'm not, okay. It's crap. not crap, but I'm not a huge fan of it because I don't like gelatin and I'm making myself out to be the most picky eater ever, but I'm really not. It's just that every single thing I don't like other than scrambled eggs is a main part of Thanksgiving. So like I don't Wait, eat the meat. What? We don't have scrambled eggs at Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. You need to listen to me. I said every single thing I don't like. Other than yeah. scrambled eggs is a main part of the Thanksgiving meal. I, d- I still don't follow your logic there. What so do you mean? So I have, say, a list of 10 <laughs> items that I hate as far oh, as food oh, goes. Oh. Nine oh, oh. of them, the 10th being scrambled eggs, nine of them are in the Thanksgiving meal. Are you following now? <laughs> I am. I'm following now. Okay. Because I do well, not like meat. Let's hear the list because I don't believe you. I do not believe all nine are in the Thanksgiving meal and the 10th is scrambled eggs. Butter, meat, straight up bread, which would be the rolls, cranberry sauce, which has gelatin in it. (laughs) What are some other? Oh, mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes is just starch pudding with extra butter and it has no texture. Gross. Mashed sweet potatoes slash that sweet potato casserole, which is just the same starch pudding. Only this one has little brown pieces of cow bones on top, a.k.a. mini marshmallows. Um, Six. What's another part? Of, oh, gravy is just bones that have been liquefied okay. and solidified in your fridge. And then you eat seven. them back up and pour them over everyone's food. That's seven. What's an, what, well, what's another part of Thanksgiving meal? Oh, pumpkin pie. I hate pumpkin pie. It's Eight. vegetables. It's vegetables with whipped cream on top. What the heck? Okay, what's what's another thing at part of Thanksgiving? <laughs> Besides joy and love. No, of the meal. What's another dish that people normally have? Uh, Green bean casserole. Oh, green bean casserole. You mean that thing with the fried onions on top? No, gross. I I hate that. No, but you like the one that grandma makes. I like sautéed string beans with slivered almonds because that's something my grandma Winters used to make. And that was like the only thing that I would eat for the whole dinner. But yeah, well, we still don't have nine. Yeah, we I do. That have... that's my ninth. Green bean casserole is my ninth. Oh, with the mu- with the mushroom cream and mushroom soup. Oh my word! And cream then... and mushroom soup. Yes, it's disgusting. And yeah, then scrambled green. eggs. Those are those are your only ten things that you don't like to eat. No, I because you are having so much trouble wrapping your brain around <laughs> such a simple concept. I said ten as just a random number. My word, you are difficult this morning. Well, let me hear the other ones. Let's hear all the. I think there's a list of about nine hundred. Let's hear the rest. No, that's not even true. Well, meat. I don't eat meat, and I don't eat eggs when they're straight up. If eggs are like baked into a baked good, then fine. I love that because I love baked goods. But any kind of meat or eggs in like a any kind of a form where I can taste the egg, no, I hate it. And because of that. Any dish that has either of those things in it, I'm not a huge fan of. So like, yeah, if you break them up into individual items, I'm sure there would be 900. But as a category, it's pretty simple. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, so you didn't really miss the meal, but you missed the family gathering. No, but yeah, because Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because family all gets together and and everybody is always wearing sweaters and jeans or like, you know, comfier clothing. Feels more relaxed and and just more fun. 
And then we all nap. We all gorge ourselves like absolute gluttons. And then wait, we go wait. Nap. But what would you what would you gorge yourself on if you don't? I'm like saying anything? we, as in my family. I yes, it's true. I normally just ate three fourths of the sautéed green beans, but I still tried to make an effort to eat as much as I possibly could, which is <laughs> probably actually not a great thing to shoot for. But then we all got, we're so stuffed that we would then go nap all in the same, like everybody would go to a different place in the house and nap or like no. they would go back to their hotels and take a nap. And then we'd all come back two hours later and eat more, but it would be dessert. And the dessert part is what I lived for because I do love desserts and I love, like, I like you know, apple you don't, pie. You don't like pumpkin pie? No, I hate pumpkin pie, but there's always more than one pie. And I'm a fan of apple crumble is my favorite. Apple pie is a close second to apple crumble. I do recall when we were living in the Adirondacks, we would go, we would always go Melody up Lodge? to- No, no. Garnet oh, Hill Lodge. Garnet Hill Lodge. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, that was such what, a great- What was- great Didn't memory. you like the onion thing that they did up there? Oh, I have no idea. I, I don't remember anything about the actual food. I just remember running around that little, you know, that area there, that lobby. It was so much fun. And there was always, uh, the fireplace was always going. And- it was always snowing outside because in the Adirondacks, snow started like in September or earlier. <laughs> yes. And that, that lodge is still in operation. It's a really? historic place. Yes. It's absolutely beautiful. And I do believe they still serve Thanksgiving. Oh, we got to go back there sometime. Also, way up mad high respect in the mountain. that even way back then when you were still young with a spring in your step, you still didn't make Thanksgiving dinner on your own. <laughs> <laughs> now respect. listen to me. Listen to me. This time it, it, I made a turkey. Oh. And I learned on your own. Congratulations. Thank you. And I learned something. I watched a YouTube video about how to make your, because dad always complains that the turkey that I make is too dry. I like dry turkey though, but. um, Yeah. I remember always needing my meat to be burnt to within an inch of its life because I couldn't handle (laughs) it. If it was juicy at all, you got to think about what are those juices? They're, they're, they're living creature juices. And I don't want that squishing around my mouth. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, I, I learned, listen, I learned from this video to get between the turkey breast and the skin with your hands and to make a space there and then to stuff this butter, thyme and garlic and sage and oh salt and pepper. And yeah, and oh, it turned out really good, Anna. It was my first turkey that dad actually liked. Oh my word, Yay. Yes, oh, I know. Congratulations! That I'm so thrilled for you. It is actually you, really hard to please Dad. He's a really picky if you, eater. He's not a picky eater. He just he was raised by an excellent cook. She is fabulous. He's a, spoil, a spoiled eater. I do agree. She, Grandma was is one of the best cooks. Of she was my a life. tough. She was a tough act to follow. And in <laughs> fact, on Act One, I just shut the show down. So. <laughs> you are a phenomenal cook. I really miss you living here and cooking for us because I've never been, I don't, it's, it's so much work. I mean, mad props to those of you who really cook it up in the kitchen, <laughs> but I just, there's not enough praise that falls back onto you. Hey, after, I could not agree after more. People yeah, eat, I totally to make agree. Up for what that was like before you presented it. And plus trying to time it so that you get everything to show up on the table at the same time. It's very I just, stressful. I'm better at other things. I I could not agree more. Yeah. And it's almost like you're birthing a child with every meal. If you do all those moving parts... Not that I know what it's like to birth a child, but what, but when you finally like get it all on the table, you expect people to fall down and worship you because of how hard it was. And instead they're like, oh yeah, thanks. 
Yeah. Right? I mean, I, and oh. then there's all the cleanup and everything. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I will not... say the only reason I taught myself to cook was just because I'm a vegetarian, but I would never expect a man as large as Aaron to eat vegetarian unless I really knew what I was doing. You know, like some mm-hmm. NFL players are vegan, but they obviously have so many dollars to spend on like a perfectly balanced diet. And I do not have the brain capacity nor the budget to do that kind of vegan cooking. So I wanted to learn how to make meat for him, but vegetarian stuff for me. So you'll, so you've had to learn how to cook meat, but you never eat it when you cook it. Yeah. And that was actually really difficult learning like when meat was done. Cause I could never taste anything and be like, Oh, does that taste good? Or, you know, and I never knew what texture it was supposed to be because I have no idea what texture has the nicest mouth feel. (laughs) And in my brain, like red meat that still has blood in it, like any kind of meat that isn't cooked to be dark brown, that in my brain seems like it would be so disgusting because you're literally, you're eating blood, like you're slurping up animal. Anna, (laughs) I learned, I actually learned that's not actually the blood. I learned that because I was worried about that myself. And there is is no blood in the meat that we eat, even though it's red. It's like, it's, I don't remember what it is, but it's not blood. It's just. Okay. I'm looking like, it up right now. It's like muscle juice or something, oh but my it's word. not blood. Muscle juice, aka <laughs> blood. That's a straight up cinnamon no, for blood. No, no. Look it up. It's what not. It's not, the red... it's not blood. Okay. Well, what should I call it? The red fluid in yeah. meat. Yes. Oh, it's myoglobin. See? It's, it's actually a result of freezing the meat during transport. The juice is a mix of water and myoglobin. Myoglobin is a protein within the muscle. Oh, you're right. It is muscle juice. Uh-huh. See? Okay, hold on. So that's yeah. e- equally, if not more horrifying than blood. <laughs> I don't know why you thought that muscle juice would be more appetizing than blood would be. Well, I guess because it be blood is big. Blood is yuck. But it's not blood. But anyway, back to your Thanksgiving meal. You went to some place to eat food and you weren't looking for turkey. I guess they don't even have turkey there. No, we have we have turkey here. We, <laughs> we just don't. Yeah, but they don't, not like here where they're like, we'll serve Thanksgiving dinner for you at our No, place. actually, I learned from my friend Soph and her boyfriend Kel last night, The because they were like, well, what is traditionally in a Thanksgiving dinner? And so I was listing off the classics. And they go, oh, that's Christmas dinner for us. And I said, wait, for real? Like all those different pieces are in Christmas dinner? And they said, yeah, normally. And I said, I thought that you guys had ham for Christmas. And they go, or barbecue. I thought they did barbecue. Oh, yeah. That's another classic thing. Yeah. A Christmas body. Yeah. Chrissy body. For sure. But it, it, I guess there's like a, that's more a casual affair with friends. Whereas Christmas dinner that you have like in your family home formally every Christmas evening resembles the Thanksgiving dinner. Although I guess ham is sometimes substituted for turkey or they have ham during the day. You just made ham like a three syllable word. You, you go, I guess ham. Ham. How do you say it? Ham. 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 How do you say it? How do you say it, you punk? You just, you just drew it out too long. Anyway. Okay, well, okay, you so say it. What did you eat for Thanksgiving oh is you what I want to you know. You can't say ham. 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 <laughs> I'm saying it with one syllable. You're saying ham. You're ham. saying ham. Ham. You're saying like ham. <laughs> Whatever. You know what? I didn't come here to be criticized. <laughs> did you, you didn't eat ham, I'll bet. There once was a girl who had a little curl right in the middle of her forehead. And when she was good, she was criticized anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
famous quote from a book that we both have enjoyed. What's the name of the book? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's what I thought. I can tell you. No, no. I can tell you the book. It just, it makes it sound like it's a book that you needed to read because of me. Oh, yeah. What what it's like growing up with a narcissistic mother, right? (laughs) (laughs) The book is called Will I Ever Be Good Enough? No, I don't even, I don't think I ever actually read that book, but I remember when you read it and you were, not that you had to read it either because we come from a long line of wonderful mothers and daughters who adore their mothers which I love. But it is an interesting concept. There, There is a lot of research I know about what it's like to grow up with a narcissistic parent and how damaging that can be. But don't well, worry, that- you weren't narcissistic. You- okay, but you're getting me way off topic. What did you eat for Thanksgiving? Oh, we went to eight buns. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was going to be a burger place because it was their favorite. It was one of their favorite places to go. So we went and <laughs> and I was expecting it to be like a you know, Australian burger joint, but we showed up and it was actually Chinese food. And we sat down and it was one of those places where you order like five or six huge dishes and they bring them all to you. It's like an eating marathon. Oh my word. We were all so stuffed by the end of it. Holy cow. But not so stuffed that we still couldn't get frozen yogurt when we went home because when we came home, my whole building, my whole complex was evacuated and everybody was out in the streets and there were like three or four fire trucks, a couple ambulances, And I thought that, you know, my world was imploding because here I am. It was late at night. It was like 9 p.m. And Aaron is ages away. And in my brain, my friends were going to leave me and I was just going to be like stuck there during a crisis with no idea what was happening. Plus, my anxiety was like, oh, that's you. Your unit is on fire. What did you leave plugged in? (laughs) And my first thought was my hair dryer that I have used the day before. (laughs) (laughs) Just left it running on the counter (laughs) for two days. Yeah. Yeah. How did, I, great- how did I not hear it? How did I not hear it running when I left that day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a great peek into what it's like to actually have anxiety about stuff like this. But you know, that's a really good point. Like, what would you have done? Where would you have gone? Yeah, exactly. But then, my Anna, friend- you need to have a plan. Well, but my friends would never have actually left me. They were like, oh, well, let's go get frozen yogurt while we wait for this to sort itself out. Oh, and I'm if so not, glad we'll you have just- those friends. Yeah. But there was no fire, right? To be honest with you, I have no idea. Oh. So I'm not super sure, but I will say that nobody saw any smoke. The moral of the story is that nobody had any idea what was going on, but my friends stuck with me and we all had frozen yogurt for dessert. (laughs) It was a very untraditional Thanksgiving meal. Uh, But a happy one. But it was very happy. Yep. So we're getting into Christmas cookie season now. Are we going to be doing our Christmas cookies again? Yeah, baby, for sure. I cannot wait. I don't know if we can top the 20 views of our other Christmas (laughs) cookie video. I, that video is for you and me. We will be able to show that video to generations to come. And but the claw video, I mean, that, that should have, that, that, that video That was a full-blown movie. That was like I a, know it. Uh, we should enter that in film festivals. I love the claw video. So do I. Tour de claw machines. It was the only good thing that's happened in 2020, I think. Did we do that in 2020? Yeah, it was in February. I know. It feels like it's been 10 years since we ever... No, we didn't do it in February. Oh, the claw machine video. Yeah, yeah okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got but it. Yeah, that's right, because also... that was right before COVID. Yeah, I was on the last flight out of America. The last and flight listen... that, went to America, that went to Australia from LA. You know, they've removed that claw machine. <gasps> Yes, it is not there anymore. It, most claw machines are either shut down or removed. Yeah, that's why when I sent you that video of that one claw machine I found. Oh, it must. Oh, you you mean just for coronavirus, just temporarily? Yeah. Uh, well, oh, I okay. don't know. 
I hope so. Okay. I have one more thing to say about the Christmas cookies, which is that yes. I cannot wait to make them because I'm going to do up a little container of them and wrap it nicely and do a little Christmas card for everybody on my floor. Oh, and say good. Merry Make Christmas. more friends. Yeah. Well, you and I want to talk about something that we're doing with Aunt Debbie, and that is... Uh, with Aunt Debbie. Oh, the Betty Rocker Challenge. Yes, we are doing... Now, Betty Rocker 90-Day is... Challenge. Yeah, explain what it is, because you were the one who found it, and you've been doing it, you know, for the last, like, few months. Yeah, so I, I saw a, a free 30-day challenge, and I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. And so I was very, very skeptical, and I got into it, and the, it's basically just, like, 15 minutes a day. She's really strong on just being consistent, not being obsessive and not being perfectionistic. Yeah, um, that's what I love. She's really easygoing and she doesn't, there's no shame at all in the whole program. Absolutely. And she's, she kind of weaves in mindfulness and unconditional acceptance. And she really, as I got to listen each day, I felt more and more that she was really trauma informed, even though she doesn't say that she is, mm-hmm. um, but just the way she comes across and the encouraging words and just the non perfectionistic attitude. Plus she's strong on the various pillars of health. So anyway, so we're doing this 90 day challenge because wanting to get better at nutrition and consistency and also just bonding together. And we have let- Yeah, that's why I'm doing it, to be honest with you. We we have let the Betty Rocker uh, place know that we're doing it and maybe they will have us on their podcast. We have so far not- Or let them on our podcast. They have a podcast. We have a podcast. We'd love to do a podcast crossover. So far we have not succeeded in breaking through on the amazing race or on Matthias Schonertz or where else have we tried to break through the Ellen show. Yeah, that's true. The Ellen show is going to be so sad that they have passed up this opportunity because we're going to be famous one day. In fact, we're writing children's books at the moment. Those are already making great progress. So I have high hopes for those. Tell them about the children's books. Essentially, they're therapeutic aids for for child therapy. And they're doing very well so far. So that's exciting. Anna has done an amazing job on drawing um, the pictures for each page of the books. And that's why anyone is even considering us is because of your illustrations. Hey, that is such a good point. You know what I have realized recently is that I actually... And I believe that this is true about just about anyone. Oh, I remembered what the other thing I wanted to say was. It was about the Betty Rocker challenge and and not and let's clarify that we're not doing it for weight loss because we're we stand against that kind of a thing. Okay. <laughs> we, are, we are against weight loss. We are. Well, because okay, I'll just quick talk about it now and then I'll go back to the children's the children's books. Well, no, okay. I gotta, I gotta finish off the shorter one first. Otherwise I'll never go back. I've realized recently something that is true for me and that I think is true for many people, which is that many talents are actually easily acquirable if you put in any amount of work at all. So I had no idea that I could draw competently at all whatsoever. And yet here I am illustrating children's books. And actually between all, all of us, the illustrations, like they're not perfect. I'm not a professional, but they are much better than I thought they were going to be. They're like, perfect. They, they turned out really well. Also, marketing slash communications. I have pitched these books to several publishers now, and we've gotten excellent feedback from all of those publishers. None, we haven't been turned down by a single publisher. So things like marketing and also communications, I feel like that's easy to get get the hang of if you put in some effort. Like I really believe, I had no idea that you could be so, 
multi-talented if you just put in some effort. Because I feel like so often we're so self-defeating in our mindset that we think, you know, oh, I don't I don't know how to do that. I don't have any training in that. But actually, no, if you put in some effort, you really might be able to do it. So I, that's all I wanted to say is I firmly recommend just giving it a shot. Who knows? You might well, find out and that, you do it really well. And that really goes along with what Betty Rocker says about just being consistent, you know, just, just showing up and, and being consistent and trying every yeah. day instead of, you just know, giving it your best shot. perfect. Yeah, right. totally. And what I wanted to say about the Betty Rocker thing is that mom and I more than most have experienced the pitfalls of an unhealthy mindset in terms of weight loss and mm-hmm. always wanting to, you know, viewing your current body as a before, if that makes sense. Mm. Uh, and how so many diet programs are like, take a before photo so that you know, you know, so that you can look back once you are in a place where you no longer hate yourself, you can look back and realize <laughs> just how ugly and despicable you were. And now you can be so happy that you are no longer the scourge of the human of the human species. <laughs> now, the and Betty Rocker does have that. us take, she does have us take before pictures, but it's more for, for muscle, muscle growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even so, because we did take before photos and listen, I hate dieting. I haven't dieted since I broke my cycle of anorexia back when I was a teenager, when I was, I think, uh, 18 is when I finally was able to kind of get out of it. But it was, it was terrible between early 15 to late 18. I just, it was awful. I mean, I was eating like 200 calories a day and just hating myself. So, and I think that that is really I mean, that's maybe a more extreme form, but in so many diet programs, that is the core idea is hate yourself so that I can make money off of that hatred towards yourself. Hmm, I can mm-hmm. like sell you self-love, but I'm never actually going to deliver. So let's just mm-hmm. encourage you to continue hating yourself because that's the only way that you're ever going to continue to come back for these bogus diet programs. So mm-hmm. listen, I firmly are standing in the team now of just love yourself for where you're at right now. And the way that Mm -hmm. I was able to break my own eating disorder was finally deciding. I was looking in the mirror one morning and I thought the only way I am ever going to get out of this is to break the cycle of thinking that I'm going to love myself soon. Like I'm going to get to that point soon. So the only way to do it is to look at myself now and, and really somehow genuinely convince myself that my body right now is a 10 out of 10 and any changes that I make to it from here on out, either that's losing weight, gaining weight, getting muscle, you know, slimming down, whatever it is, is only ever going to be icing on the cake. But I have to start viewing my body as it is right now as a 10 out of 10. And that's how I was able to break it. And so taking this before photo for the Betty Rocker, I was skeptical at first because I was like, I never want to be viewing my body as a before. But then Mm. I watched her video and she's so much encouraging and totally, you know, really we're only here just to help your inside, like help your energy and make you more confident as far as feeling like you're doing something good for your health, you know, and she was just so encouraging, encouragement based instead of shame based that I'm totally sold out for her now. I love her. She's great. Right. And also on, on the website, like, and again, we're only, what, what day are we on in the 90 day challenge? Oh, we're on day four and I've already missed a day. So <laughs> I missed yesterday because I hurt myself, but. And prior to starting the 90 day challenge, I have, I have been doing three months of her different various programs before I pitched it to Aunt Debbie and to Anna. Yeah. You are um, very fit. It's true. But 
on her website, you know, she does have before and after, but the cool thing is the after photos are not skinny, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're just like healthy. They're looking she's looking to see how you you know, try to enter your healthiest self. Yeah. And it's not about weight loss. They don't, they don't push that at all. They just are about, I think all, you know, all the photos on there are always same weight photos, same weight before mm-hmm. and after. So they're like, you mm-hmm. know, I weigh the same in both photos. I just have more muscle in the second one and less fat. Mm-hmm. So, but even so when I took my before photo, do you remember that, that you mocked my before photo because it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't ugly enough? Which well, now I'm feeling I, like when I finally get to the after stage, it's going to be pointless because there's <laughs> I'm going to like want to be well, back at my before phase. You you are gifted with quite a beautiful physique, so with um, jeans. yeah. Well, that's thanks mm-hmm. to you. I am reaping the rewards from your physical fitness your whole life. <laughs> I well, was gifted I'm, with nice fit jeans, even though I'm other than this, other than these ten minute workouts every day, pretty much entirely sedentary. <laughs> Well, like I have said since forever, I feel like I'm just trying to run away from aging, trying yeah, to that's so good. not slow down so that old age creeps up on me and I find myself stuck. That's such a good somewhere. point. How long have you been running? Because you've been running every morning for as long as I can remember. When did you start? Uh, I don't know. A long time ago. Like ballpark, like college or? Uh, not everyday college. I think it was maybe after after you were born. Yeah, well, I that would make running. sense because I probably would have wreaked havoc on your whole system because do, do our listeners know that I, I weighed, what was it, 11 pounds? <laughs> <laughs> I was not an easy one. <laughs> When they put when they placed you on my chest, you know, in that in that precious moment, yeah. I was like, oof. <laughs> Get her off but me. you were you yeah. were be- you were a beautiful big busting at the seams. <laughs> it's true. Um, I was enormous. I was like a big, miniature I was like a Michelin man, a life size Michelin man dog doll. <laughs> you were you were amazing and you had the, that really weird hair with the yellow tips. Yeah, I was brown a hair. Brown it was black. I had black hair with black white roots tips on the end. With white yeah. tips. I was a freakish looking baby for sure. You were you were gorgeous, but you were heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, okay. That, so that, we'll, that was quite the before pick. That's for sure. <laughs> they couldn't even. They couldn't even frame you. It's like this is as far back as we can get, and they still cut off your ears. <laughs> All right. Well, we we are at fifty one minutes, so we should probably right. cut it. Well, tune into our YouTube channel for our Christmas cookie video coming soon. And oh yeah, oh hold will... on, let's not make any promises. We're not even in December yet, and the last one to get that Christmas cookie video, it took a while. So so yeah, start. Let's start wetting your palates, but just be be prepared for the main course not to come for another two months. <laughs> Get get out. Get your butter. Get it. Get it softening on the counter. Yeah. All right. So I am Kim signing off. Thank you for listening to us. We will see you next time. And I'm Anna. And I just want to say yes. First of all, go uh, to all of our channels at Not Ideal Podcast on all social media. But also, the main thing that I wanted to say from Mom and I on this episode is Happy Thanksgiving. And we are oh, so yes. thankful Happy for Thanksgiving. All of you guys. We yeah. are thankful. You are our for online you. podcast family. So we are so thankful for you. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, and goodbye. (laughs) I'm getting rushed out by the music. Bye. Thank you guys for joining us today. Stay tuned for more podcasts from Anna and Kim on the new series, Not Ideal, But We're Going With It. 
Also, check out their new website at www.notideal.net.